Welcome everyone to the Amory School. We're back. I'm Jackson. We're I'm John and Molly. We're back. We're Hi. back. We're, it's, it's ready. Been it's long, time. It's time. It's been a while, uh, but the long national nightmare is over. I am done with school. Um, and also, they, they, there's a delay in the comics, so if we had continued at our current pace, we wouldn't, we'd have been overtaken and we'd have had other issues to deal with. It's worked out for the best. Uh, yes. Quote unquote best. But we're here. Um, does anyone remember anything about what this podcast is? Absolutely not. Great. Fantastic. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's just jump right in. No, this is the Amory School. We are issue by issue, song by song, going through the work of Coheed and Cambria, which is a band, uh, and their comics are called The Amory Wars to tell the story of the songs. The story is just bananas. Um, this is this is book three of one. If this is actually your first um, episode that you're joining us for, literally stop. Just stop immediately and go back to the beginning because you're, you're going to be... You're going to be completely lost. You're um, going to be as lost as we are after taking a two-month hiatus. But uh, for a quick recap, um, first of all, here's the summary, which won't tell you enough, but mm-hmm. here's what the uh, issue six um, the inside of the cover says. Uh, With the help of Ambelina and the acceptance of his crowing powers, Claudio's battle skills are improving with every trial. Inferno made the risky decision to lead his newly invigorated rebels into a dangerous mission to the secret ice planet Hilmgore, uh, only to be promptly captured by a motley group of narrow soldiers. Meanwhile, back at Ryder's house, Erica is realising that his delusions are much more serious than she ever imagined. Because this is uh, book three, Good Apollo, I'm Burning Star 4, From Fear Through the Eyes of Madness, in which the narrative revolves around Ryder, who is the writer of the Amory Wars, starring Claudio, who's God. He's the crowing? He's the destined one to destroy and save the universe in one go, question mark. Still unclear on all of this. Still unclear. It's going to be unclear for a long time, I think. (laughs) I don't think we're going to have any answers, actually. Um, But he... (laughs) we, we, We have one answer, that he is... He is to burn Star 4. We have been promised that he will... We don't know if he has or does in this comic. He probably won't at the end of this comic. No, probably not. I doubt we're going to get that, but we assume that he has to burn Star 4. He promised a dog that he would burn (laughs) Star 4, so god damn it. God damn it, you better not let that dog down. Um... So if you know, if you remember as best you can, Ryder's at home with Erica, who's all like, "I'm trying to help you," and he's like, "God damn it, I hate you so much." While talking to hallucinations of a demon bicycle, um, and also uh, back in the fiction, Claudio and Jesse are having fights, and now they're working together on a plan. They've got a plan. They're going to go get this invisible thing that has kept Helmgore off the map. They need to find a jewel in Helmgore that's like the secret to this invisibility thing because Helmgore doesn't exist on any map, so they have to like... Apparently. Which doesn't make sense because there is a specific number of planets, 78 planets, all arranged in one like triangle system. You cannot not have a planet. They've all linked by this blue light. Please, you Jackson, there's 69 planets. There's 69 planets now. Yeah. But, lol, nice. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're just going to get into it now. This comic fucking sucks. Uh, I mean, this comic's been better than uh, some of the other ones, if only uh, due to the, like, uh, hilarious insight it gives us to the... Like, to the breakup the se- between yeah. Story, it's written by the person... It's This comic is written by Chandra, but the... 
album was written by Claudio about the breakup, and now you get to see it from the other perspective, which means that Ryder is just portrayed as the most pathetic human imaginable. Uh, it's it sounds like a bad Seems time for all. right. So with that, we begin. Where do we begin? We begin with Ryder and Erica. Uh, with Erica going, uh, Ryder, hey, who are you who are you talking to there? Um, because he's been talking to his friend, the Demon Bicycle Ten Speed. Yes. Uh, who is a bicycle who is on fire at all times, right behind Erica's face. <laughs> yeah, there's a panel here. He's like, it's fine, I'm fine, I'm sorry, I'm fine. I'm glad you came for me. Uh, and Erica's like, I don't, be- I don't believe that you're fine. While right behind her is this burning face of a demon bicycle, <laughs> like going blah, 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 because apparently he's a petulant child. <laughs> Get her out! Yep. And Ryder's like, uh, shut up, shut up! And then... Uh, Erica is like, okay, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? And Roddy just keeps going, you, sorry, you, not you, you, uh, but, but I'm not being mean to you. It's, it's nothing. Uh, and then, you know, 10 speed does the usual thing of calling her a whore and how she, uh, has betrayed him. Although out of everything we see, she has not. So all that happens here is basically, uh, Ryder will go, I'm fine. And then the bicycle will go, why aren't you doing anything, you pussy? And he'll be like, shut up, you're a bicycle. Stop talking to me. And then Eric will be like, hey, I don't I don't think you, I think you need some help, dude. Yeah, like, I, I, I listen, we can, you stopped going to treatment because you were afraid of what they would find, I'm guessing. And then Ryder's like, listen, no, listen, no, I'll, I'll go back just as soon as I'm done writing the story. And Erica's like, all right, I'm leaving. Uh, she's like, I can't do this. Uh, and the writer's like, where are you going? Uh, and she goes, to get you some help. And then 10 speed in the corner, she's gonna tell. <laughs> He's five years old. <laughs> He's fucking five years old. So this demon bicycle's like taunting her, her saying like, ah, oh, she's gonna tell. Everyone's gonna know how crazy you are. Uh, you're gonna so get in he, trouble. You're gonna get in trouble. I'm telling on you. Um, <laughs> Mom's gonna take away your typewriter. <laughs> Where the fuck is his mom? <laughs> Who knows? Does this guy not have a family? This seems like some context that should have been given. Yeah, no, I I think Erica's the only person in his life at this point. Uh, it seems that way. Anyway, he slams the door on her and she's like st- stopping her as Ten Speed's like, Stop her! <laughs> stop her! Stop her! <laughs> That's how I imagine <laughs> Ten Speed to be speaking in this specific moment. <laughs> Uh, and then Erica just like looks back and she's like terrified she's like Ryder please let me leave please Uh, Uh, also her face is like the size of half of her body the perspective on this shot is all off this panel Um, yeah it is a lot uh, Uh, And I like Ryder who can like cover her entire skull with his hand yep (laughs) really good stuff here Um, but Forget, forget all that real world, bu- real world bullshit. We're gonna cut back to the fiction. The fiction, 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 fiction. Uh, where, where we have not learned this man's name at all, but the Skull Face Man, who was riding the Mecha Horse last issue, uh, is leading everybody back into his uh, dining hall, and he's and, like, "Hey." And yeah, if you, if you remember how. Last time he was on like a cool mecha horse and everyone was like, hell yeah, who's this? This, he immediately looks like fucking Christopher Lloyd Back to the Future, uh, but with a little <laughs> bit of extra teeth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> with, 
with half of the skin on his face missing, and also he has no nose. He's just got the hair behind him that doesn't really, like, the top of his head's bald, but the hair's coming down. Just Any pretense of this guy being cool is gone. It's gone. Just give him the hat back. Like, I would have understood. Give him the fucking hat back! Just let him wear his cowboy hat. He's taken it off. He's put it on the table next to him, and uh, he has had his crew lead everybody back into the dining hall in chains. And he's like, oh, no, 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 listen, where's your manners? You don't bring heroes of this caliber to dinner in chains. Uh, and then he tells everybody to free him. And then, like, the soldier behind him is like, wait, but but you said to... Uh, and he's like, no, listen, these guys are good. This is Jesse, uh, the almighty Inferno leader of the rebel army. Uh, and Jesse's like, where's the rest of my boys? What'd you do with my boys? <laughs> where the boys at? Where they at? Where the boys at? All right, that's where we drop in. <laughs> uh, so wh- and- while uh this guy is like fake groveling and being like oh fucking jesse's in our presence everyone look it's jesse the leader of the true rebellion get a load of jesse here get a load of this guy and then jesse's like all right what the fuck do you want dude hey, dude also tell me your name we don't know your name yet nobody said your name uh, uh i don't think anybody says his name in this issue no i don't th- i think i don't think we know his name yet no, I don't think his name is ever given. I don't know it at all. Uh, uh, unless it was given two months ago and we've already forgot it, which is possible. It so. was not in there, I okay. promise. All right, good, because I haven't checked, so <laughs> thank you. Yeah, uh, so he starts taunting them. I think um, I've heard he's supposed to be, like, the gunslinger or something, but that's stupid, and it's not in this comic, so it's not real. Anyway, so this fucking dude, uh, he's like, oh, look at the, the rebel soldiers. They are the only men courageous enough to stand up to that cocky son of a bitch Wilhelm Ryan which he's god he proved himself god I think we can do better than cocky son of a bitch I think that also you need to put some respect on him (laughs) (laughs) he he heard that he's He's coming for you now uh and then he turns to turns to size he's like yes this one is responsible for killing nearly a hundred of our brethren on god damn uh, which, you, yeah, to be fair, okay. you were killing all the people in Goddamn. You were just murdering people indiscriminately. Uh, and he does say, no hard feelings. A heap of metal who can kill as well as my own men deserves our respect. And then he sees Ambelina and he's like, ooh, there's a prize here? Yeah, it's just this scene. It's just the walking into the villain's lair and the villain's like being fake nice to everyone and you're waiting yep. for the other shoe to drop for half this fucking issue. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's the, this is like a four-page ongoing problem here. Uh, uh, and yes. he like looks at Claudio and is like, ah, the boy from the prophecy. Uh, and like Claudio got knocked out at the end of the last issue. And he's like, oh, he must be so tired. Uh, and then he sees Chase and he's like, uh, who are you? And then... Uh, Chase is just like, mm, I'm Inferno's daughter. Uh, and the guy's like, oh, the prize fighter created life? It's a weird way to say he had a kid, but sure. But so sizes. So is all the other... God damn it. Yeah. Every... He made a <laughs> bunch the of them. robots are Jesse's kids. He, he made a bunch of them. He had a lot of kids. Uh, but he invites everybody to sit down and have a seat at the table because they have food coming up. Because this scene is still going. The scene is still going. And he's like, oh, uh, why have you here? And Jesse's like, well, my ship crashed. <coughs> Nothing. I don't know why I'm here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no reason. No don't reason. worry about it. And he's like, well, I'm not on any map. And he's like, oh, I didn't know. I just I just crashed and found the planet. Sorry, mate. I saw a planet. It was out here. I just yeah. saw it. Uh, and they're like, well, 
That's weird, because the fact this planet's hidden, and there's no map in the galaxy on which it appears. Okay, which is a weird thing to say. (laughs) I just don't understand the mechanics of how hidden this planet is. It's just, even beside the fact that every planet is held incredibly still by keywork energy, like, at some point, that thing wasn't on this planet, and it was visible. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. It's not like, it's not like a space, if this was a space station, it'd be more believable, because it could just be a place they could find that had a cloak or whatever, and they were trying to yeah, get it. Yeah, or like orbiting fine. a planet. But no, it's an entire planet, and we know the planets in this thing don't move. And it's, it's frustrating, because like, the lore in the Emery Wars is bad, right? It's not good lore, but they can't even like, care enough about it to, to commit to it. And if you don't care about your stupid lore, what are we meant to care about? I, I don't know. It's just... I guess also all the lore is a fucking idiot writing it in his basement. So, like, already any sense of cohesion is lost. <laughs> They've already given after up we're, on After we're lore. introducing ourselves to Ryder to, like, write off why everything's so bad. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, the so... scene carries on. He's like, do you want to try the local cuisine? Uh, <laughs> and everyone's eating, like, eyes and shit. And Jesse's like, I'd rather not, honestly. <laughs> oh, no, it's people. Uh-oh. It's people. And then he opens up the big thing, and it's one of the... Uh, it's one of it's the one of rebel Jesse's soldiers. One of Jesse's soldiers. Yeah. And he kills him in front of him and rips his brain out. And he's like, you must eat this brain, Inferno. Uh, and then he, like, snaps, and all of his dudes grab Jesse, and they force his mouth open, and then they feed him his friend's brain. Yep, there's, like, two pages in time. Well, no, I guess this is a four-page sequence entirely dedicated to the, like, tension set up and release of Jesse being forced Fred his friend's brain, who we never knew. It's not a named character. It's <laughs> yeah, some soldier. Yeah. Friend is the wrong word. Just Jesse's soldier's brain. And he's, like, on the ground. He's like, why did I do that? I didn't... Shouldn't have ate that brain. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I did, didn't regret. want to eat that brain. Gross. I didn't want to do that. But he doesn't, like, spit it out or anything, because he's he's too manly for that, to spit out yeah. everywhere. Uh, uh, so, the dude just, like, you think you can land on my planet with that ugly ship of yours? Uh, and then he starts talking about how, because, like, half of his face is missing. We saw. And he goes, did you come here to remind me that it's your fault? I have questions. Uh, what are your questions? How? Well, clearly they knew each other, and then they had a fight, and he blew off half his face. It, yeah, I guess so. But it's just... Mm, there's lore here. I know. If you... Uh, basically, referencing things that the audience doesn't know about is the same as world building. It's the same thing. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Kessel Run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly just upset and confused. And I don't know what's happening anymore. Like, less than I did before, which was still didn't know very much at all. But now somebody is biting off somebody else's ear while uh, you said, ah, you left us at Sector 12. And I don't know where Sector 12 is. How's... All right. Uh, But... They start ripping Jesse and his people. It's it's it's, he's talking about he's talking about the stuff on Shadows Ten. Is he? Because like they attacked there, and then was Jesse even there? Jesse wasn't even at Shiloh's Ten. Um. Well, so hang on. Shiloh's Ten was. Yeah, he was. He showed up at the no, or did they? No, they left. 
and went to they left. Well, they were they went to prime? go find Jesse at House Atlantic. Right, that's not Sector Twelve at all. Sector Tw- no, Sector Twelve was in the second stage turbine blade. This is like when the second stage turbine blade happened, um, and he went off to go fight boxing. Which, to be fair, does suck. He sucks. Jesse sucks. Jesse's a bad leader. Oh yeah, after he lost. Okay, I that's guess that's the only thing it could be in reference to because Sector Twelve was the sector of the planets that formed the actual solar system. I think. I think yeah. that was Sector 12. That makes sense to me. Anyway, that happened, and he's very mad at uh, Jesse for being a shit leader. The important thing is Jesse sucks, and he's like, God, Jesse, you suck. Why are you in charge? Which is no, true. I don't suck. Um, I'm good uh, at my job. No prizes for those who have worked out what the actual plan is here. Um, <laughs> uh, so they put them, he says, put them in cages and bring everyone else's. Plenty go around. Uh, and then Jesse says, please, all ask because you don't get the kid mixed up in this. She's just a little girl. Don't, don't mess with Chase. Uh-oh. Uh, and uh, they're like zombie eating. Like they're, because they're just so crazy. They're just eating the flesh of all the rebel soldiers. Just hitting them all on the table, taking their flesh. And all the main characters are getting locked up though. They're all fine. Yeah. No, they'll be fine though. It's okay. They'll be fine. The, the nameless ones, fuck them. Who cares? Yep. Get fucked. Yep. Uh, so... The guy's like, all right, set her up in a bunk in the East Hall. She'll make tasty ship bake. All right. And uh, the guy says, listen, I'm in a good mood today. Maybe you are lucky. But that doesn't matter. All of that's over. We're over halfway into this comic. Nothing has happened. And we've dedicated all of that time to that. But it's okay. Because we cut to House Atlantic. And just these incredible panels of Mayo, like, walking through massive doors. Yeah, he's he is in House Atlantic. It's like there's this big beam of energy shooting through it. We see him, like, walking down the hallway. Like, guards open the door for him. And he's like, my leash. How may I be of service? And, uh, Ma- and- May was... Uh, no, not May. Wilhelm Ryan is like, Kayleen calls to us. Kayleen. Uh, Our final, final time. has come. Yes. Soon all shall march in the name of Wilhelm Ryan. No door will be left unopened. Uh, okay. While it then cuts back to Sizer trying to open a door with his head. <laughs> Sizer is um, very smart, and he thinks that not turning into a big uh, flesh monster is a good way to try to escape this thing. Um, and apparently, it is um, halting your ability to transform. So apparently, these guys are smart enough to make an anti-Sizer cage. Yeah, they've got, like, they're in the bit of... um. Oh, what was it? That bit where they all get captured in Final Fantasy VIII and there's an anti-magic feel. They're basically there. No one can use their abilities or break out of the cage. They're, they've all no got GFs. a... No GFs. No GFs. Right, right. GFs, right. I forgot about Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, God, I wish I was playing that right now instead of reading this. Instead of reading this comic? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so they're all locked up in cages. Sizes with Ambelina and they're like, how are we going to get out of here? They've like trapped us with all our powers. How, where have they taken Chase? Um, Where's Chase? And Chase uh, is being dragged by this giant dude, and she starts crying like, "Mister, I got scared. I went potty in my pants." Yeah, it's. And there is a panel right before she starts screaming that, where she's like eyeing his gun, uh, and the guy's like, "I don't know what to tell you, little girl." And she's like, "I need help." And he's like, "Stop crying. Told you to knock it off." And then he scans his eyeball on the eyeball scanner that's here, and then. Suddenly, and he goes, you're giving me a headache. And then Chase pulls his gun, goes, I think I can fix that. And it shoots him in the face. And fortunately, his eyeball, undamaged, just pops out right in the <laughs> yeah. His eyeball just kind of just like, boop. And boop. then she's like, takes it like, yeah, 
I did. Yeah. That. Looking did kind that. of like nonplussed at the eyeball here <laughs> in this incredible fucking panel. She's uh, high as shit right now. She's high as shit right now. And like, it's clear the the people in charge. Like, there's the next panel uh, is actually pretty good. Uh, over the turn of the turn of the page is, is Chase with the gun walking through, um, just like the engines of uh, this planet. Uh, like yeah. whatever facility they're in um and it's her like at the corner of the thing and they're very clearly like very into the idea of this it's a child with a gun isn't that cool isn't that cool <laughs> isn't that what cool is she looks like she's like eight years old she's got a gun yeah and then she finds the big tower um yeah she, like scans the door and finds this big purple green looking tower that's got all the energy in it um and then we cut back to kayleen which is a planet uh, Apparently, we have never been there before, but it's that doesn't matter because what we actually cut back to is a panel of a crowd of people all looking aghast or not like just just in in awe, looking in awe at the at the reader while two children run along and they say, "Can you believe it? Mayo Deftinwolf in our little town. He seems he seems taller in person. Wow, it's Mayo, everybody." Everybody, it's Mayo. There's an, enti- there's an entire panel of people happy that Mayo's finally showed up. It's us. Same. It me. <laughs> Holy shit. Me and you running alongside this car. It's fucking Mayo, everyone. Everybody, he's here. We needed Mayo so bad. And then and there's like a parade being drawn through this town in Kayleen. And he's like, ladies and gentlemen of Kayleen, the universe has looked upon you with favor today for you are about to witness history in the making. I promise you that what happens here in a few moments will be remembered for all of time. Oh, see? Uh, bring out the flies. Bring out the flies. And then he releases the dragonflies and, and they all die. Everybody gets bit, that's it. They don't die, because we don't see that. It is assumed that they die, but what actually happens is there's a full-page panel of them all getting stung by dragonflies. (laughs) Yeah, it's um, not a great panel, but... But we do get Mayo descending on a planet and, like, going, Be grateful to die at my hand! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which is incredible. It's very good. Uh, and then we cut back to uh, last thing here is that Chase apparently throws a man, just hucks him through a door, and then holding a bigger gun than the one she had before uh, to him and telling him to jump out this window. Uh, and then she reaches for an orb that she sees. And that's the end of the issue. To be continued. She's found the orb that they need to find. The invisibility orb. She's found it. The orb of anonymity. Right. That's what. Right. Yep. <laughs> Fuck! Get about that? Yes! <laughs> this perfectly named orb. Uh, it's fair It's fair enough, honestly. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna name it something, it's probably fine. God, goddamn. Anyway, that's the comic for this week. That's um, it, yeah. Just really treading water in the middle as we go through this stuff with the narrows, but at least we finally have some true Mayo content. Mayo descends to a planet <laughs> and tells them of the good tidings that he will kill them, but in a historically says, ah, important manner. The podcast is back. I must I must appear. It's time. It's time the for Mayo. Need me. I need Mayo. I certainly need Mayo. We need Mayo. It's true. Uh, so, yeah, that is the issue. Um, I think there's a song this week. There's a song. Let's listen. If the light could only drop its own, 
So this song is the most album track track that we've had ever in Coding Cambria. The song's fine. I don't dislike it. I think it like serves its purpose as a song that you like play um, as part of the whole album. Basically, this album exists to be put on in long car journeys, and you listen to the album, and then you know you'll sing along to Apollo One because it fucking slaps, and then you you know get to this, and you just kind of hum along. It's fine. It does its job. That's the song. Um, it's pretty good. I would. It's like one of those. Oh yeah, I wouldn't skip it if it came on songs. But but only if I'm listening through. I would never. I would never like listen to this song. I would never. Go, oh yeah, I oh, would never time. seek this song out. Yeah, like I don't think it's that good. I think it's fine. Uh, yeah. If you are already into like obviously everyone's yelling at us like right now like no all these songs suck and this is a bad one of their songs you're all idiots but if you're into Cody and Harry's music like us um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine it's fine. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's alright, song. Uh, if Hello could only drop its O, though. Yeah, I think you. I think maybe we should just go straight to lyrics, cause uh, they're bad. Oh, fine. Okay, let me load up the genius page here. Listen, we don't have a lot to say about Once Upon Your Dead Body. So the song is called yeah, the song's called Once Upon Your Dead Body. Um, and let me just read that that first verse. Uh, if Hello could only drop its O. And it stayed in the front door's way of your home. Would you live there still? Could that make you everything I hate? Wait. Do you remember why you did it? No, I don't. Do you remember why she left? No. I hope you die right now. Will you drink my chemical? <laughs> um, eagle-eyed viewers will remember. <laughs> um, that. <laughs> Only one character has died, or no, well, only two characters have died right now of drinking their chemical. Uh, uh-huh. They are Matthew and Maria, Cade's uh, son and daughter, Cade and Cambria's children, killed in the very first track, tragically, by Mayo going, hey, poison your kids, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. easy. Yeah, thanks, dude. Job done, mate. <laughs> I just, you know, yeah, you know those two characters we haven't talked about in like, I don't know, 27 songs? They're here. So lyrically, all this song is is just another, God, I fucking hate my girlfriend song. Fucking. Fucking want to poison her to death. Um, But this doesn't relate to any of the story. There's no chemical poisoning of any of the wives. Um, This is the only thing that it has is a reference to uh, Maria and Matthew. Um... And any of the, like... So last time I talked about, like, how Apollo 1 basically almost comes to self-awareness. Not actually, like, not in an actual way, but, like, leans up against it and it just being, oh, I have to kill my GF because my GF made me sad. This is the truth of my life. Um, This completely takes away any of that. It's just, I hate her. I hate girls. Women be crazy. She sucks. Poison them. Poison? Poison. Um, it literally just exists to get that feeling out into a song and it's on the album. So yeah, I don't think it's that great a song. I, yeah, would, I would probably give it a five. five or yeah, four. probably a five. Five sounds right. Five sounds about right, yeah. Um, but that's that's Once Upon a Dead Body. That's that. We're back! We're back. Um, this is a this is a shorter up for us, but we're going to be back into uh, the real meat of things next week. We sure are. Uh, or next, next, uh, next episode. I shouldn't say next week, but next time you hear us. 
will be in the real shit. Oh, God. Aren't we going to be... Mm, yeah, we got two weeks of songs coming up. We got, yeah, the next month of content here, folks. You're going to have a good time. Uh, are you? Yes, probably. <laughs> probably. I mean, maybe not me, but <laughs> everybody listening, I hope so. Uh, but no, that's the, that's the song. But it's good to be back. It's good to be back on this. Uh, listening to this music. Reading these awful fucking comics. And... Um, sticking it through to the end two more issues to actually come out i need to read them i don't know how this comic ends yeah i would like to know what happens well so uh hey claudio if you want to get on that one want to get on that. hey 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 hey. and maybe at some point they'll announce what covid 5 is or maybe they'll even announce if they're doing comics for the last of the <laughs> series perhaps that would be cool as well um yeah and so, yeah this this weird album tease they're doing who knows man i want i'm curious but also if they make a follow-up i don't know what to do no one liked our last album because it was just me singing about my child how i'm a dad now mm-hmm. i did everybody's just making sad dad shit now I mean, that's not, like, unique to now. I mean, like, new, every single but... musician, rock band, like, hits their dad album. It happens every time. Every single person has this. Uh, and it always sucks. It's always the worst album. But you've got to go through it. So hopefully the next one will be better than Color Before the Sun. Yeah. Um, but that's it for today. Where can <sighs> we find you on the internet, Molly? Uh, you can find me at audioentropy.com. You can find me on Twitter at yourfriendmolly with a Y-E-R. And you can find me at patreon.com slash mollyrainback you can find me at headfalls off on twitter you can find the other podcasts we do uh or i do at abnormalmapping.com uh let me try to get this plug zone right because it's been a while and we've got some new shows now so we have abnormal mapping which is our game club podcast uh you should listen to that at thebestgame.club it's great i like it a lot um we are we are very excited to be back at it like we're in a weird place with video games and we're very excited to make that like be excited about them again and try to play them and enjoy them so let's hope that happens as we get back to the show second off is the slog is our star trek podcast we read books we watch episodes it is at star trek podcast.space um novel not new is a visual novel podcast which is m uh jen and six they you know they talk about the visual novels they've played uh yeah em and destiny have just launched your phase would never at your phase would never dot fyi uh it is a weekly show with the two of them talking about what they've been up to in a topic it's a good show i like it a lot uh fireside friends as ever is at firesidefriends.net uh that is from ryan allen and katie it's a good time i think that's it for now you can go support us at patreon.com slash mapping where you support us for enough and you can get either writing or the great gundam project or you can even be on an episode at various tiers uh that's it oh god it's so hot in my room it, like i'm in a really boiling hot room so like i need to oh, no. I'm basically fainting and need to drink some water immediately so if right, i'm we'll kind get of, some water get yeah. hydrated hydrated all right bye everyone thanks for listening we'll see you next time bye if
me why 